The Money Wellness Podcast presented by the Finance Bar was created to dissect how our thoughts and emotions impact our financial decisions. I am your host, Marsha Barnes, and I'll provide practical prescriptions to improve the health of your finances. We'll discuss everything from incorporating financial wellness into your self-care routine, caring for aging parents, navigating the 50th bridesmaid request, and learning how to tackle financial anxiety with ease. Get ready for a financial checkup. This won't hurt one bit. This episode is sponsored by Smarty Pig, the free high-yield online piggy bank. Smarty Pig is a unique savings account designed to help you save for specific goals. You can set multiple financial goals that may be funded with scheduled recurring contributions from an existing checking or savings account, so you can set it and forget it. Plus, Smarty Pig helps you stay on track with a goal planner, helpful reminders, competitive interest rates, referral bonuses, and more. Smarty Pig was designed to help put you in control of your own goal planning and financial independence by helping you build a save, then spend mentality and being rewarded for doing so. Visit SmartyPig.com to learn more and to start saving today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Money Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marsha Barnes. Today, we are diving into why increasing your earning potential is so necessary to your lives. You know, we hear about salary negotiation, side hustles, and just basic forms of investing a lot. But in this episode, I want us to really dive more into why it is so important to increase our earning potential for many reasons. Of course, the rising cost of living, inflation to pay for basic household needs, uh, the rise of rent and just homes. Let's not uh, forget the wage gap, you know, for women specifically. Women are paid 83 cents to every dollar earned by men. Then there's salary negotiations, learning how to get better at this. And based on what specifics or metrics um, at the company that you're with and how that just applies to your job and how you are adding value to what those larger goals are for them. With some of our behaviors, thinking backwards and then also hustling backwards, but then also poor money management that realizing when it comes to earning money and our incomes, even companies that have billions in revenue each year will still operate, you know, by things such as simple as a budget. And when we think about that and we think about salary negotiations or attempting to go to the table different times of the year to request a raise or a promotion in an attempt to get more money is oftentimes I believe that we forget that companies operate by a budget. So there is typically only a certain amount that you are going to get anyway, you know, no matter how much you think that you are worth. And just remembering that, um, also realizing the importance of if you are at a company that, you know, have certain drivers, as I mentioned before, certain metrics that the company is, att is attempting to reach, making sure that you have a great understanding of that. How are you contributing to that? But not only that, but how are you making that company better before asking for a raise? Because 
uh, I believe that sometimes we believe that we're just worthy of things like raises and promotions just based on the length of time that we've been with the company. And it doesn't shake out for us like that in many cases. I know from personal experience, it didn't shake out like that for me, you know, with my with my previous employer, you know, when I was working a full time nine to five job, it was very based on how you are contributing to the overall uh, metrics of the not even the company that you're with, but the metrics of your department. And meeting those expectations and exceeding those expectations, exceeding is really for people that got, you know, larger raises and larger bumps in their salary. So if you're not exceeding that, just expecting to get a raise doesn't happen for you. And maybe you do. And maybe it's a two to three percent raise that while it may be giving you additional income, it's not, you know, adding to your lifestyle because it's being eating up by inflation or just an overall recession or taxes. So it never ends up to be much. So what I want to do today is just talk about some ways to really increase your earning potential in ways that you may not have thought about, right? Beyond just getting a raise. So I said this in a previous episode, I am going to stand by it because I feel like it's something that has been taken off the table with us for years in the world of many people working from home, in a world from in a world that we think about working from the beach or working from you know a different you know country and we're all working from our laptop that first one is getting back to the basics of what a part-time job may look like for you and this may not look like you know going to a restaurant or going to a retail store to get a job i am speaking of if you have a certain skill how are you layering that skill as an example, let's say that you are someone that you're an educator and your degree may be in education or you may have a graduate degree. Are you seeking out opportunities to be, you know, an adjunct professor? Are you seeking out opportunities to tutor on the side? What are you what are you doing to layer the skills that you already have? Number one is a part time job. Number two is thinking about what are all of the possibilities as it relates to what you attended college for. And I want us to really take some time to think about that because oftentimes we get stuck in one career field based on the opportunities that are available when we graduated opposed to researching where we may be now. I'll use myself as an example. I said it when we first started the podcast that my background is in banking, over 15 years of banking. Uh, then also in banking, my last few years with the bank, I moved to learning and development. The skill that I took from banking was not to just try to stay with the bank and knowing that I probably would have only gotten to a certain salary. My goal was how can I take my skills from the world of finance and not only do something a little bit differently, i.e. the finance bar, but also to be able to increase my income. That's what I mean that sometimes we really have to think outside of the box that some careers that we took when we first started them, maybe directly out of high school, maybe it's directly out of college. How are we spending time to really layer those options? And a lot of this, everyone, is really because we're just comfortable in our position. So we get comfortable and then each year our salary isn't really moving at uh, not even a 
fast pace, but it's not even moving at a pace that would be sustainable based on things like inflation and things that happen happen every year. So that's number two is considering all of the possibilities for yourself based on your skill level. Another big one that's important is interviewing for opportunities, even if you are not on the search for a new job. Because you never know what opportunities are available for you. So you do things like you keep your LinkedIn up to date. You keep your resume up to date. And even if you are not looking for a job, then you just apply for the job if you know that you qualify for the job. Because doing that allows you to see if someone will give you an offer that's more than what you're currently making at your current job. And even if it's not a really high bump in the salary that you're currently making, maybe the benefits are better. Like maybe the overall compensation package is just better for you. So that is something else to consider is interviewing for opportunities, even when you're not on the search for a new job. And the very last one that I think we forget a lot, that's important because I see it all the time. It's just the importance of just doing your best. Oftentimes, again, we anticipate a raise at the end of the year when we know we have not done our best and what this could look like for you to even measure yourself because oftentimes we forget what we have done. Keep a monthly process of where you're putting things in notes, in an Excel spreadsheet, in a journal of what you have done each month to increase the bottom line for the department that you are in? How are you exceeding the metrics? How are you contributing to your department in a way that maybe your boss hasn't even asked you to do? How are you being a team player? How are you being the one that everyone goes to? We live very much with the mentality of, if it's not my job, I'm not doing it. If it's not my job, I am not going to engage with it. If it's not my responsibility, I am not going to um, help out. And I believe that because we may see this so much in media on, or on social media, we start to believe it. And that's just not the way for many people to exceed or to get at next levels or to be higher earners. We're just doing the bare bones minimum. You know, mediocrity gets you to a certain level. Excellence gets you to another level. So it really depends on where you want to fall, you know, like on the playing field? Are you the person that's running the ball or are you the person that you just enjoy sitting on the bench and watching others do the hard work? So in this episode, I just really wanted us to think about why increasing our earning potential is so extremely necessary. One, because of the wage gap. Um, Oftentimes we're just hustling and hustling and hustling and it's really not adding to long-term personal satisfaction or to the health of our finances, but then also understanding that sometimes it doesn't matter how much money we're paid. Poor money management also plays um, a huge role in it. Just getting back to the basics. So just really quick, once again, ways to really do this and some homework for you is to really Again, get back to the basics. Are you considering part-time jobs? Making sure you are layering your career. Think about possibilities that you have based on your skill level. 
and understanding that sometimes we'll stay in roles or at companies simply because of comfort and we don't know what else is out there. Another one is interviewing for opportunities, even if you are not on the search for them because you just don't know what's out there until you put yourself out there. But the last one is definitely not least um, that I believe really should be first is understanding doing your best first. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And those that do the best, oftentimes, even if it takes a long time, then you'll get recognized for those works. But before I go, if you are someone that you're looking for a community that will help you remain committed to your finances and you are committed to your financial journey, then come check us out over at the Finance Bar Members Club, thefinancebar.com backslash join. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.